Amy turned onto Wallingham Road, and the ritual began. She put her bag down on the crumbly concrete wall. She unrolled the waistband of her skirt so it was no longer hitched up. She decanted her things, finding her Charlie Red Spray and Cherry Lip Balm. Amy shook the spray and let a short burst of sweet vapour fill the air. Then, after looking around self-consciously, she stepped into the perfumed cloud, like she'd seen her mum do before a night at the social club. She ran the lip balm along her bottom lip, then the top, kissing them together, and then dabbing them matte with her jumper. On the off chance that Jake was waiting, she wanted to be ready, but not make it obvious that she tried. Amy's Walkman continued to flood her ears. Do you remember the first time by pulp kicked in and Amy smiled? Lead singer Jarvis Cocker smirked and winked in her ears as she set everything back in the bag, shifted it to the other shoulder and continued down the road. She saw Bob's van in the road. Amy was twelve doors away from home. As she squinted, she could make out a figure walking toward her. She could tell from the way the figure walked, confident, upright, deliberate, that it wasn't Jake. Jake skirmished around like a startled crab, half running, half walking. Amy could tell from the figure's slim waist that it wasn't Bob, who was shaped like a little potato. When Amy realised who it was, she felt a rush of nausea. Had anyone seen him? Had Bob seen him? How could he risk coming to the house? Above everything, Amy felt a burst of exhilaration and adrenaline thrusting her toward him like iron filings to a magnet. Jarvis Cocker was still talking dirty in her ears. She wanted to make him stop, but didn't want to clumsily yank at her walkman. She held her secret's gaze, biting her lip as she clicked every button until she crunched the right one down and the music stopped. They were toe to toe. He smiled and slowly reached forward. He took one headphone, then the other from the side of her head. His fingers brushed her ears. Amy swallowed hard, unsure of the rules. Hello, Amy, he said, still smiling. His green eyes twinkled, the lashes so dark they looked wet. He reminded her of an old photo of John Travolta washing his face between takes on Saturday Night Fever. It had been printed in one of her music magazines, and while she thought John Travolta was a bit of a knobhead, it was a very cool picture. She'd stuck it in her hardback art and design sketchbook. Hello, she replied, in a voice a shade above a whisper. I have a surprise for you. Get in. He gestured to his car, a Ford Escort, the colour of a fox, and opened the door grandly, like a chauffeur. Amy looked around. I don't know if I should, my stepdad's probably watching. As soon as her words were in the air, Amy heard a nearby front door and ducked down behind the escort. A little way up the pavement, 
Bob set his tool bag down with a grunt. He exhaled heavily as he fumbled for his keys and opened his van. Unaware he was being watched, Bob lumped the tool bag into the passenger seat and slammed the door with his heavy, hairy hands. He waddled around to the driver's seat, heaved himself up and drove away with a crunch of gears, the back of his van shaking like a wagging tail. As excited as Amy was, as ready as she was, a huge part of her wanted to sprint off up the road and jump into the van, safe and young again, asking Bob if she could do the gears. Was that your stepfather? As she stood up and dusted herself down, Amy nodded, wordless. Problem solved then. Get in. He smiled an alligator smile. And that was that. Amy had no more excuses, and she climbed into the car.